Hello, Breakthrough Women of God, beautiful women of God and men of God, if you're so inclined to hear the word of the Lord. I have a message that the Lord has been putting on my heart to share uh, with you all, and I just want to get right into it. It's just talking about this is our temporary home. He's been putting it on my heart for a little while now that we need to change our mind's attitude and we need to remember that this is our temporary home. Your house might not feel like a temporary home right now because we're stuck inside, but regardless, in the big picture, this is our temporary home. Father, we thank you for this word. We thank you for um, your anointing to fall and just touch the people that are hearing this right now. And I ask for your anointing to be in this place and your word to come forth and land on good ground. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, it's time that we start to set our things and our minds on things above, amen. It's time to put on the mind of Christ and the mind that Christ intended us to have. He didn't intend us to live in fear or in doubt or in worry. He intended us to have his mind, amen. It's time to change our mind's attitude, amen. The definition of the word change is to cause to be different, to give a completely different form of or appearance to transform, to exchange, for or replace one to another, to lay aside, abandon, or to leave for another, or to switch, to transfer from one to another, to put a fresh covering on. Come on now, does that sound better? To make the best of our lives, we have to remember two truths. First, compared to eternity, life is extremely brief. And second, Earth is only a temporary residence, right? You don't belong here, so don't get attached to it. Don't even get attached to your home that you're stuck in right now if you are. We have to have a spirit of faith. If you could turn with me to 2 Corinthians 4, we're going to be in chapter 4, verses 13 through 18, which says, I believed, therefore I have spoken. Since we have that same spirit of faith, we also believe and therefore speak because we know that the one who raised the Lord Jesus from the dead will also raise us with Jesus and present with us you to himself. All this is for your benefit so that the grace that is reaching more and more people may cause thanksgiving to overflow to the glory of God. Verse 16, therefore we do not lose heart, though outwardly we are wasting away, yet inwardly we are being renewed day by day. For our light and momentary troubles are achieving us for an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. Verse 18, we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but on what is unseen, since that what is seen is temporary. Remember that it's temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. He's always working. This phrase, spirit of faith, means attitude or outlook of faith. Paul was not referring to a special gift of faith like we read about in 1 Corinthians 12, but instead he's talking about the attitude of faith and it belongs to every believer, amen? In the book of Psalms, David prayed, Lord, help me to realize how brief my time on earth will be. Help me to know that I am here for just a moment. I want that to be our prayer today in our families and in our households. I wanna say, I want you guys to say this with me. I know I won't be able to hear you, but I want you to get this in your spirit. This is my temporary home. Can we say that together? Repeatedly, the Bible compares life on earth to temporarily living in a foreign country. This is not our permanent home. It's our, or our final destination. 
We are just visitors passing through. Amen? Did you know that the Bible uses terms like alien, pilgrim, foreigner, stranger, visitor, traveler to describe our brief stay here on earth? David said it in Psalms 119. He said, I'm a foreigner here on earth. Let's say it again. This is my temporary home. Author Rick Warren from Saddleback Church says that Christians should carry spiritual green cards. He talked about that a while back ago. And I'm reminded of that today as we think about our citizenship in heaven. Amen. Our spiritual green cards that would say we are citizens of heaven, not of this planet, not of this earth. And as women of God, we need to understand that there is far more to life than just a few years that we live on this planet. And 80 or 90 might not seem like a few years, but to the twinkling of an eye, it says that our life is like a vapor. It will be over. Our identity is an eternity. Get that into your spirit today. That's your true identity. It's in Christ and it's in eternity. And our homeland is heaven. When we grasp this truth, we will stop worrying about having to have it all here on earth or comparing ourselves or worrying about today or worrying about tomorrow because today has enough trouble of its own, right? So let's say it again together. This is my temporary home. Let's keep focus point two on what is unseen. Author C.S. Lewis said, all that is not eternal is eternally useless. Ouch. What is happening and what is really going on? The last verse of our text that we read a minute ago in, uh, in Corinthians says in, first, in 2 Corinthians 4, 13 through 18, the last verse says, so we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but what is unseen. That's where your faith has to really come in. Since what is unseen is temporary, or excuse me, what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. This unseen or invisible world is only the real world, right? If we would only see the visible world, the one that we live in right now, the way we see how God sees it and wants us to see it, we would never be attracted by what it has to offer us. Let's see the world through God's eyes. Let's see the world how he sees it. Put on that mind of Christ. And if we aren't thinking of those things, and if we're getting caught up in this life, in this COVID-19 and everything that's happening right now, and is this the end times? Is this not the end times? What is it? What are we fixing our minds on? Are we, are we too uh, engulfed and entangled in what the news is saying? Yes, we need to educate ourselves and be up on what's happening, but we also need to be educating ourselves in the word of God during these end times. Say it with me again. This is my temporary home. Amen. It's a fatal mistake to assume that God's goal for our life is material prosperity or, pop or popular success. Amen. This is how the world defines it. The abundant life has nothing to do with material abundance and faithfulness to God does not guarantee success in a career or even in a ministry. Amen. Ladies, never focus on temporary crowns. You'll be wasting your time. 1 Peter 2.11 says, Dear friends, you are like foreigners and strangers in this world. Thank you, good Lord. I beg you to avoid the evil things your body wants to do that fight against your soul. That was from the New Century Version, 1 Peter 2.11. Dear friends, you are like foreigners and strangers in this world. Paul was begging 
Peter was begging, excuse me. Paul was faithful, yet he ended up in prison, right? John the Baptist was faithful, but he was beheaded. Millions of faithful people have suffered, have lost everything, or have come to the end of their life with nothing to show for it. But the end of life is not the end. Amen. For us believers, for those who believe that Jesus Christ is their Lord and their Savior and who accept them in their hearts and believe on him. In God's eyes, the greatest heroes of faith are not the ones who are successful or powerful and have prosperity in this life, but instead those who treat this life as a temporary assignment. Are you on assignment today? What is your assignment today? This is my assignment right now. I'm taking a few minutes just to talk to you guys, just to put it out there because it's so burdening my heart right now that the Lord has to get a message out. He's going to use us. He's going to use you and you have a gift and you have an assignment. <clears throat> this is what the Bible has to say about God's Hall of Famers. Amen. In the book of Hebrews chapter 11, verses 13 and verses 16, this is the Hall of Famers it reads about. All these great people died in faith. They did not get the things that God promised his people, but they saw them coming far in the future. And they were glad. They said they were like visitors and strangers on earth. In Hebrews 11 verses 16 says, they were waiting for a better country, a heavenly country. So God is not ashamed to be called their God because he has prepared a city for them. Wow. Amen. We have to believe that. We have to get that in our spirit. That we are waiting for a better country. We are waiting for a heavenly country. Amen. We're down here waiting, right? I don't know about you, but I don't want God to be ashamed of being called my God. Because I couldn't wait on a better country. Or I couldn't wait on a better place. I want my God to be proud of me. I want him to, to, to look at me and to look at what I'm doing in my life. Not that I'm perfect by any means, but I want him to look at me and I want him to say, I am proud of you. I am proud of you for waiting. I am proud of you for running this race. I'm proud of you for fighting the fight, the good fight of faith and for getting the word out there because I fixed my eyes so much on this life, I might lose my whole purpose that he has for me here on this earth for this moment vapor. Please say it with me again. This is my temporary home. Our time on earth should be just that, time on earth. This is just one chapter of our lives, and it takes faith to live as a foreigner. Amen? It takes faith to live as a foreigner. There used to be an old saying back in the my high school days, and it was go against the flow. Do you guys remember that? Go against the flow growing up as a Christian. Well, I backslid in my lifetime. I made a mistake and I turned myself away from God, but there was always hope waiting for me and my praying parents and my praying grandparents and my praying aunties and, and loved ones, praying for me to come back to Christ, which I did. And I'm so grateful for it now because he has a calling on each of your life. Amen. There's an old story of a retiring missionary who was coming home to America on the same boat as the president of the United States cheering crowds, a military band, a red carpet, banners, and the media welcomed the president home. But the missionary slipped off the ship unnoticed. Feeling self-pity and resentment, he began complaining to God. And then, the God, then God said to the missionary and gently reminded him, but my child, you're not home yet. 
We will not be in heaven two seconds before we cry out. Why did I place so much importance on things that were so temporary? What was I thinking? Why did I waste so much time, energy, and concern on what even wasn't going to last? Rick Warren puts it this way. When life gets tough, when you're overwhelmed with doubt, and when you're wondering if living for Christ is worth the effort, remember that you're not home yet. At death, you won't leave home. You'll go home. Amen? We have to remember this is our temporary home. We have to remember that whatever it is we're facing today, whatever kind of obstacles there are, whatever the world looks like, no matter how much darkness we might even be seeing, or maybe you are feeling the hope of Christ, maybe you are feeling joy, share it. Share it with someone. Give them a word of encouragement today and remind them of who they are in Christ. Those of you that don't know him, get to know your father because he loves you so much. God loves you so much. He sent his son to die for your sins and for my sins, which I reap daily. I daily reap the mercy of God. The word magnanimous means mercy, means grace, actually. It's such a big word, magnanimous. I want you to think about how big that word is right now. Well, he gave me that word a few months ago, and I kept pondering on it and kept thinking, what is the word magnanimous? Well, guess what? It means gracious. It means grace. And how big and how wide and how deep is God's grace for us? He loves you so much today. And I just want to encourage you guys with that word. And I love you too. And we love you here at Celebration Breakthrough Service. Uh, Santa Ana, you could find us on celebration-church.com or on Facebook at Celebration Church Santa Ana. We love you guys. God bless.